0: on aboard the Opal Star, after the safe delivery of the medication and a pretty nice party, the crew of the Opal Star was given another chance to be of service to the Valna. The tribe needs to tame a new defender, but none of them were strong enough to confront the beast. So the party agreed to lend a hand, and with some clever planning, they were able to tame the beast. But with the aversion of one potential tragedy, we may soon face another. You all have been invited to stay at the night. They have some guest quarters in Korshina and place. You've probably realized by now they're the leader, de facto leaders of the tribe, so you are welcome to stay in their place as a guest and leave in the morning. It is pretty late. You all are probably pretty tired because it's it's been an interesting day. So, actually, I'm going to allow for a thing. So... You suddenly hear this stirring going from kind of around the little border that they had set up, because they're starting to take it down and fold in. And you see Tali saying, like, I think someone was hurt over there. Hey, Anima, come help. I need an extra guard. Okay. Tali runs off to, and, like, you guys can kind of see there
1: is, you all follow, actually? Yeah. Ali asked for my help, I'm going.
2: I'm, like, touching my face, oh, I'm normal face, and then I tap the earrings.
0: Well, it doesn't change, well, I actually know, with the magic, you'd probably be able to feel,
1: yeah, never mind.
2: A little bit, like, even, like, seeing that there is no light being generated, or, like, interfering with a hologram or anything like that, I'm like, this is just normal. This is normal. <laughs> tap.
0: Okay, so as you all rush over, you see that there is another Volna next to the one that is on the ground. They're explaining, must have been sicker than we thought. As far as we knew, they were okay. But then they just, like, they stopped on the ground. They stopped breathing. And Polly is frantically searching through her bag, trying to find something. And
2: Walk over and drop both heads and tails on their chest, like the two coins that you give to uh, the, the guy that crosses the river sticks. Tap my hands yeah. together, and with a with a pulse of electricity, tries to stabilize that person. When you activate this power on a living creature with zero hit points, that creature becomes stable. I don't know if it's gonna work, but I'm gonna try.
0: Okay, so there's there's a kind of like a breath shudder, and I can see their breathing. It's like, okay, okay, they're good. Now, so where is it? And hmm, I'm like, I have a story thing I want to do, but I don't want to feel like I'm railroading too much. I have a story thing I want to do.
2: Charon. That's the guy. Charon. I don't know.
0: Actually, here's I'm going to resolve this. Anna, hold me wisdom.
2: You'll saved by your own self from your own past. I'm so
1: scared. I'm so scared. I got out my dice, but now I've, maybe I should do the roller. I don't know. I'm so scared.
2: Straight one. Hit it. <laughs>
1: God, I'm going to use the mm-hmm. dice roller. Ah! What would you get? I don't think my wisdom is anything, but I got a 19! Okay, so, Anima, you just kind
0: of instinctively kneel down on the other side, and you also notice as Tolly is scrambling to find something in the bag, something falls out of it, it's a syringe. Without thinking, you grab the syringe and you, like, you stab it into their leg, push the plunger down for a couple seconds, and then take it out. And... As you do that, they just kind of, like, gasp awake. So they're breathing. Holly's is just staring at you. Just in complete and utter shock. And she's like, how did you know how to do that?
2: I am also looking in questioning face. Do what?
0: Uh, I...
2: Holly, was that what you were looking for in your bag?
0: Yeah, it's... It's a stabilizer, but if it's someone's already stabilized, it can get them back awake. Is an EpiPen. That's cool. Alien EpiPen. And it's like, it is completely foreign to all of you.
2: But that's really useful. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know, I, I just reacted. I think you've done that before. <clears throat>
0: oh. People who can't see, animus freaking out right now. Um, as you're trying to process, you remember that like there have been times when like accidents happen or like someone had a bad reaction to something, and you you've done that before. So, like you you know that sometimes there would be situations where people would get hurt, and like you just you knew to do that. When you try and think about it, you don't particularly remember when, or who, or where.
1: It looked like a bad reaction. What does that mean? How do I know that?
0: You think you've saved someone's life before? Cause you just did.
2: (sighs) Can Farida insight check Anima?
0: Yeah. What are you insight checking?
2: I'm trying to find out- oh damn, that's really high. That's a, that's going to be a 22. Um, I'm trying to figure out if this is the type of situation where Anima would rather not be the center of attention.
0: Anima, do you want to be the center of attention right now, or do you want everyone to just go
1: away? Anima never wants to be the center of attention.
2: That's fair. I'm going to turn to whoever the captain of the guard is, who I'm assuming has arrived at this point, and be like, what has happened to this person? We need to find out. We need to secure the area. What's going on? I'm building up the charade of like, okay, stop paying attention to the helpers. <laughs> Look over here at me.
0: Well performance. That I can do. Just for the fun of
2: it. Oh, poop. That's going to be a solid, solid 11. If anything, I'm distractingly bad.
0: They can tell you're trying to, like, draw attention away from the Ashen Guard. Ashen Forged? <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> it's probably my fault. Retcon Ashen Guard, or what the Federation versions were called, Ashen Forged is what Anima is. I might go back and fix that in previous episodes, but let's be real, I'm probably not going to, but just for future reference.
1: Oh, I was thinking that whole, like, subset. It doesn't matter. They're all Ashenforged, but those are the Ashen Guard of the Federation. Yeah. Because they were all basically bodyguards. Anyway, sorry.
0: It also makes it easier for me to differentiate. So it's, you guys would not realize that she is, she's not one part of the Federation's Ashen Guard. She's an Ashenforged. It doesn't really change anything huge. It just makes it less confusing to talk about. They can definitely tell you're trying to distract away from the person. It looks like they're about to have just a existential crisis so they just kind
2: of go with it also communicating with my body language hey i'm doing this on purpose like even if you can read through me i'm doing the like over here let's go this way let's give them space but also do try like try basically i'm just making a lot of noise and trying to make everybody pay attention to literally anything that's not animal
0: and Talia's going to help, too. She's going to get the other Evalna who's there with a friend to kind of help get the person up. Because, like, they're they're still shaky. Cause it, it helped boost them up a little bit, but they're still not great. Their heart might have stopped beating for a little bit there.
2: Yeah. Nice dose of adrenaline will help that in a hot second.
0: Yeah, so there she Tully just kind of like, come on, let's let's get him over here, and she's dragging them away from Anima. And she's like, when you drop the thread, she grabs, pretending like she's the one that used it, just to get the attention off of you. And just, things kind of calm down, and everyone gets ushered back into the shield. Yes, Victor. Yeah, still garbage. Rerolling.
2: I apparently have an advantage on charisma checks for uh, when I'm trying to entertain locals.
0: Well, that's fun. <laughs> you still didn't do a particularly good job, but you, you you succeeded in what you were trying to do. It was a you five and five. You just did it awkwardly.
2: <laughs> that's fine.
0: So, It's pretty late. They, there's some people, like, there's, like, Osakes oh, is waiting to sort of guide you back to the house to show you where your rooms are, but if... Is anything people would like to talk about or do just kind of last minute before y'all go to bed? This would be the time.
2: I mean, if there's some time between now and then, I think it would be, like, nice to, like, aside, away from large crowds, be like, hey, Anima, you cool? You okay?
0: You have, like, a private place where you're going to be spending the night, so you can kind of do that there if you want. Or just, like, as you're walking back, because everyone's sort of backing up and going back into their tents, and they're just like, been saved, but we don't want to crowd them. Also, it's late and everyone needs sleep.
2: And we already had the party before we did this. So, the after party was the Taming of the Beast. Now we have more reason to party tomorrow.
0: Yeah. As you guys are starting to walk back in, you see... I just blanked... Of course she... I just blanked on her name for a second. Of course she... And the beasts are sl- like they're slowly walking in, and it's like slowly starting to walk back, and just kind of looking at their face. It looks like they're having a sort of conversation without actually talking. Like they both look very lost and done. It's kind of weird. Like every once like one of them will nod, the other one will just kind of nod back. Like it's you've never quite seen anything like it, and you aren't entirely sure what's going on between them, but there is something going on. It's any fault that you ask, it's not going to have the adequate words in common to explain other than it's just kind of book bonding going on. But yeah, conversation time. DM will step back.
2: You good? I mean, we saved that dude, but like, are you okay?
1: So glad they're okay.
2: Agreed. Good job.
1: Oh, well, maybe I'm good for something after all.
2: You're destined to be a hero. I think that's pretty clear. I never doubted it.
1: I'm not a hero. I spent most of that fight on my ass. What
2: are you talking about? You kept me from turning into a shish kebab. And you did without having a second thought.
3: And you were able to keep it from moving until... Well... Yeah, until Farida could cast the Gravity Sphere, and then you kept on trying to immobilize it when that didn't fully work, and... It's funny illusion
2: stuff. I mean, if that thing had somehow managed to get around it, I would have been meat-paced without you around.
1: Yeah.
2: You saved more than one life today.
1: I just reacted. What if I'd been wrong? I didn't even stop to read what it was.
2: It's not about being wrong. You wouldn't do it if you had a chance at being wrong. You had the instinct. To do the right thing. It's not misguided. Because it wouldn't exist if it was misguided.
1: They asked us why we were traveling with the captain. I had this moment of panic because I don't know why I'm here. I don't know why I'm traveling except that I have nothing else to do and nowhere else to go. And that's alright, Anima. But
3: just because you don't have necessarily. A specific place of origin doesn't mean that you can't have a destination, even if you don't necessarily know what it is yet.
1: That's perfectly alright. I do have an origin. somewhere. It's out there. It's on my back, and I don't know what it is. Okay, th- then we can help you find it. It'll be okay. This...
3: As we've seen, the universe is a lot larger than we thought it was, what, a week ago? Two weeks ago? It, it's alright. So we don't have all the answers right now. I'm. That's not great, but that's alright. We have a starting place. We can try to research what's on your back, and we can try to help you.
2: We might not have all of the answers, but we have some very important ones, I think, already. Which are, I think, I don't know if I'm jumping to conclusions here or not, but I feel like whoever it is that you might have been in the past had to have been good, inherently. That's not the instinct of a bad person to stand up and help people, save people, keep them alive. You don't learn the proper chemicals that are going to be used to get someone's heart moving again because you're bad. So that's. At least me, looking like it's pretty clear.
1: I thought of something earlier. Remembered maybe was someone I used to drink tea with. A friend, I think. Doctor. Or scientist? I think they were Promethean. They were Promethean colors.
2: Which Promethean colors? I'll tap my earrings. And you can see the red hair.
1: I, I don't know, I don't know.
0: It would have been red hair. Red.
1: Uh, red. Okay. And they worked rare diseases. Okay. It's a lot of narrowing down.
3: Yeah.
2: By the way, as I've been, like, nodding and, like, making curious faces and, like, doing the nonverbals... Heads and tails are on my shoulders, and they're mimicking me. So whenever I cock my head to the side, they like, what? And then whenever I <laughs> nod, you'll see them both nod, and if I scratch my chin, they'll like reach out <laughs> a little arm and like scratch their chin.
1: That's really cute, and I'm not looking at it at all.
2: Yeah, no, that's... I'm focused
1: yeah. inwards, but that's adorable.
0: I love these
1: droids. <laughs> I love the droids. I'm so glad we have the droids.
2: <laughs> that's a lot of headway. Promethean, that'd be very interesting to look more into. There's not a whole lot of us from my understanding. There's some amount, but fire-blooded? That's a different story entirely.
0: So has Farrah done any research into how many Prometheans exist in the Alliance? (laughs) That's a no, I think.
2: She is trying to be comforting. She is not trying to be accurate right now.
0: I mean, to be fair, we have narrowed it down from... Anyone in the whole universe, <laughs> so. Yeah,
2: that's that's a ton of paring down of different people that it could have been.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And someone who works with rare diseases, that also really helps narrow it down.
2: That's extremely specific.
3: It's on a common field.
2: Who works with Ashenforged, probably. Would be an interesting person to learn more about. What is on your back? I don't know if I've ever, like... Directly gone in for details on it. I know that something is there.
0: Also, this is the first shell I've heard about. You, you, neither of you were there for the clan marking thing, so you don't know anything about that. But Anima, you do know some.
2: Sorry, what's on your back? Yeah, I never heard about that before.
1: Oh, apparently, Ashenforged have some kind of clan marking that tells you what family you're from okay well that
2: sounds like a really big clue honey bunches yeah can we see can we help
3: if we can find the clan or, or records of them then we can help find where your origin is from
2: and i will say that we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves are you okay with us digging into this yeah is this something that you would like our help with
1: If you're willing to give it.
2: Of course.
1: Yes.
3: May we see the mark on your back? Oh. Yeah.
1: Turns around. Well, I guess I'd be in armor, wouldn't I?
2: One-handed shirt pull?
0: Let's just say you're in the little guest room and-
2: Yeah, I probably wouldn't have broached the subject out on the streets.
0: Yeah. You're in the guest room and there's like three different like very comfy like little sleeping pallets and like it's it's enough space to where it's not crowded.
1: It was gonna be like I just was saying but I was like am I still in my armor? I feel like I wouldn't have get, gotten out of my armor because I'm still in heavy armor. <laughs> 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 I mean just
2: complete
0: meltdown. Fair enough, would you have waited to have this conversation until after Anima got out of all of her armor?
2: Yes. There is the face, the public face that you carry out on the streets, and then the face that you have indoors, and that's like the way that she lives her life. So, yeah, she wouldn't have brought it up outside.
1: We're inside. That doesn't mean I was in the headspace to take off my armor. <laughs> so I go for my shirt, and I just clunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing straps and
2: taking off the armor. I would imagine it's like relatively futuristic armor. I have looked at the Dawn. Off and done on armor for Espergenesis, and it's literally a, like a third of the time than what it is in regular D. So you could, I think, a, like heavy armor is like 15 minutes to remove the whole thing.
1: Yeah, well, I'm just gonna take off what I can, the talk I can get to. You. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> Don't.
0: Onward 15-minute pause. Click click click, oh, click, 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 click,
2: click, 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 <laughs> click. Make it faster. Yeah. Also, we only need to see the back, right? Yeah. That's not, like, yeah. all of the little fiddly bit.
1: That's not all of the fiddly Everything bit. Everything on the top.
2: Well, we look at it, I guess. What do we see?
1: We'll eventually draw it out and maybe an outpost in the Discord, but it's, like, two lines. Sort of forming an arrow they don't meet all the way, all the way down her spine.
2: Can I roll to see if I know anything about this?
1: Sure. Yeah,
3: uh, can I roll to see if I somehow came across it? Sure. It's it's not going to be easy, but go for it.
2: Was doing research on Ashenforged, like, two days ago, and I spent, like, five or six hours out in that yard looking up stuff on Ashen Forged. So I might have found something accidentally during that time.
3: What about when I looked up different cultures? Would it, for the jewelry? Surely they would have had the design. Oh, really
2: cool jewelry.
3: As, yeah, as pieces maybe. Would that at least that would, give like a database to start?
2: That would be such a cool like, like back necklace thingamajig. Ooh, that's cool.
1: I was trying to draw it real quick, but my pen is out of ink. Oh! You
0: might have like seen different clan markings, like incorporated and in jewelry redesign, but I don't mm-hmm. know if you. It's gonna be high DC, but you can try.
3: Yeah, I, I'm. I, it's not that I'm hoping to know the clan name right now. It's more, I guess, knowing what to sort of search
2: for.
0: Have you seen it before? I'm looking on a website, because then you could like, yeah, okay, I
2: gotcha. Yeah. I was searching more out, like, legendary figures of the Ashenforged and like heroic deeds and very specific, but very much focused on the heroic stuff. So I would imagine the stuff that I might have run across would be things like such-and-such did such-and-such great thing, but it's like such-and-such of such clan which is a a naming convention that is very commonly followed, I don't know, in Medieval. I don't know what Ashenforge do for their names, so who knows how they give their attributions to uh, deeds, um, if their clan is a thing that pops up often.
0: You're welcome to roll.
3: Just no promises.
0: I'll use a
2: good dice for this.
3: What would we be rolling? Lore. Yeah, Lore? lore.
2: At least in my case.
1: Yeah, lore makes sense.
3: Laura, for both? Okay, then I got a 12.
1: 16. Okay. I sent it to BJ, and I thought, I used to be able to get it from my computer, onto my computer by doing that, and I can't anymore, and I don't have Discord on my phone. I can save and pass on. Sort of draw it, because my artist skills are great. It looks a little bit like that, but longer, because it's all the way down her back.
2: That would be so cool with like a super low back dress and like one of those backwards necklaces and then on top of the tattoo like little gold things that are like echoing it. That'd
0: be cool. I
2: think it's really cool. I'm sorry, my aesthetic sensibilities just overflow sometimes.
0: Anima would probably die if she wore that.
2: <laughs> Fair, however, comma, it's badass.
0: <laughs> yeah. So with with those rolls Nothing comes to mind, you think, like, maybe, because, like, also Tali's gonna be looking into this once everyone gets back onto the ship, but nothing really comes to mind in particular? I think, like, maybe, possibly, like, with having more information, you might be able to start paring stuff down.
2: Yeah. Spending time. This This is, like, for immediate recognition, nothing strikes us immediately. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll have to look more into it. I didn't seem to run across any of your clan while I was doing my research. Was I running across clan names and that type of thing during my research?
0: possibly, but you have no way to associate with the clan name with clan marking. Unless you just happen to see a picture of someone with no shirt on, like, point a picture of their back.
1: Yeah. There was a section in that same handbook, the new the, 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 the longer handbook that had a yeah. had a had a section on Ashenforge naming conventions.
0: Yes, I don't particularly remember parts of that. I...
1: It was something like name clan name is basically the family name. Yeah.
2: Probably recognize many of the different clan names, I just don't have pictures to associate with the tattoo. Yes. Okay.
0: You've come across clan names, but you... This is the first you've heard of clanmer.
2: Okay. Um, can I, like, do a really cursory thing of, like the, like, the first five major clan names that show up in my head of, like, the five main? And just, like, Google each of them individually and, like, marking? Trying to find, like, oh, that's a cool design, but, like, see if maybe it's one of those top ones that I can just scratch off the top of my head?
0: Um... <laughs> I have, I, I need to like sit down and work out plans and stuff because I, I, I'm sure Farida could come up with something, but I've got, I personally have nothing for you.
1: The surname is always the clan name of the eldest parent. There are no parents! What are you talking about, Espergenesis? Mm. they are bioengineered! What are you talking
0: about? The way I'm seeing it is when a new Ashen Forge is created, it's kind of like being, it's kind of like a sort of rebirth into a new being, and you're new, get adopted, maybe?
1: Hey, so it's very unclear. I don't know what they're talking about. They're like, you were bi engineered by scientists, but also you have a parent.
2: Casey, do you think that I might have run across the name that would associate to that marking in like the top five, like, Hits on the New York Times of heroes of the Ashen Forge that have done cool stuff?
1: I have fucking clue. You
2: what?
1: I don't have a clue. I don't know. Casey doesn't know anything. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Casey made up the marking, and that's all Casey knows.
2: <laughs> you were the one that had done the research, though. So. okay. Then I will say that I try to do that, and maybe next time we find out if I found an answer or not. I will say that if yeah. I do find a answer of any useful fashion, I will bring it up this night before we go to sleep. but if I don't, then I don't speak up.
0: I'm just gonna say in the middle of this jungle, communication works fine but you're not really able to pull anything up much. also it's late and you have a full day of hopefully uneventfulness tomorrow.
3: Okay, so there's basically no internet service where we are. Or...
0: It's a little sketchy, so like communic- communications work off and on, but doing like prolonged searches, you might have some issues connecting with.
3: Okay, so if I like tried to look at Ferda- for Ferda's song tonight, then that probably wouldn't work.
0: Yeah, there's still not a whole lot going on with that. Yeah, so, if there's something else, y'all just kind of settle
2: in to. Before I go to bed, I'm going to start designing the helmet for the hard suit. Start settling in with more designs. I had sketches before. I'm going to start figuring out some geometries, some shapes. Uh, maybe Fine-tuning. come up with three or four different ma- mask designs that I like. Because all of a sudden, the idea pops in my head hey, I happen to have here heard of this. Uh, this duo of electronic musicians back in the Federation who got really famous but they had masks on. And that's kind of cool. And maybe I don't need to show my face but I can still like try to get a little bit of a following of that face. It doesn't need to be useful, it just needs to be something that's covering my face. So I'm going to draw that out and I'm going to come up with several designs. Yeah. That's what I'll do. so you just
0: spend about, like, 30 minutes to an hour sketching starts for designs before you get tired and just kind of curl up and sleep. And I'm guessing everyone just kind of goes to bed, Anima, you can choose to sleep the full eight hours if you want to just escape the existential dread. So we've established you don't need to, but you can. You still can sleep for the full for eight hours, you just only really need half
1: of that. I'm gonna watch ferreted Raw.
2: You see her draw the first two, which are kind of rectangular, vertical, one horizontal. And then she's going to be like, okay, it's a circle. I'm starting with a circle, and then I'm going to put, like, two wings sticking out of the sides of it, and, like, a little line of the mouth, and, like, try to fit it around the human shape of the head.
1: And it's not like I'm necessarily watching her. It's more like I'm zoned out in her general direction. That's a dude. Yeah, no, I'm just sort of... Well, that is a thing that has happened, and today was a day.
0: Yeah. Kind of processing, how did I know that? How did I know that? How did I know that?
1: Yeah. So, why did you do anything that you did today? Everything that you did today was so stupid.
2: It's better off from it, so.
1: You're thinking that to yourself or about the person you're zoned out at? <laughs> no, I'm thinking that about myself.
0: Roll me another wisdom. Okay. And I'll give you advantage since you did really well on the last one. Oh, God.
2: Okay. So, Heads is tapping on your knee. They just kind of do things whenever I'm not telling them what to do, and you get a bless.
1: You get intelligence. You get intelligence? That do, that. Yeah.
2: You still get a d4. It doesn't matter what it's- It
1: matters for. very little. Oh, you're gonna give me bless? Oh, thank you. Love you. Yeah.
0: Did <laughs> to intentionally do that, or to- It's
2: Heads. Heads does what he wants. He's very headstrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey- this is the same D4 I have rolled all night. It has rolled me nothing but fours. I love the dice my mother gave me.
0: <laughs> they love you too. So what'd you get total? Except for this
1: fucker who rolled me that one. <laughs> um, I got a 19 plus four. I got a 23. That is the highest intelligence check I will probably ever roll. <laughs>
0: Oh, crap, hang on. I gotta, I gotta name someone because you were trying to remember a specific thing and I got to pull up fancy Name <laughs> Generator.
1: <laughs> My intelligence modifier is still zero! <laughs> That's okay, we'll eventually level up. Oh, man,
0: that, yeah, that, that role was really good.
2: Pets, what are you doing? Get over here. Leave Animo alone, come on. <laughs>
0: And just facing out, you just kind of start going off on a tangent. Like your mind wanders, and you're back in this place. It feels like you're currently in a garage, but you get the feeling that's not where you worked. You just happened to be there, and you and someone else had come across someone who was just unconscious on the ground. And you think like they might have like inhaled something. From the garage that caused them to possibly asphyxiate. And you remember running up with the medical kit because someone had told you to get in, and you remember them telling you, take the syringe out, stab it into Dottie's thigh, and like to like walk you through how to use it. And you remember doing that to this person. And remember her waking up and i'm going to say Dottie was an eldori and she remembered feeling like this intense sense of relief and there are other people coming to help but Dottie had been working on something and something went sideways but every people were able to get back to her in time and as you're remembering this you think about how it wasn't the last time you used that I used to remember feeling very grateful that
1: Dottie was okay. Dottie?
2: Who? You said a name?
1: Del Dory.
2: Dottie. Pull out my phone, write it down.
0: You remember you worked together for a period of time before you got transferred to another job. You were still pretty young, and so was she, but you were good friends. She's one of the people that helped you learn how to drive.
1: She was my friend. We saved her life. She taught me how to drive.
2: Sorry, I need to roll intelligence on Faraday. Nope, she wouldn't think of saved her life from what. That would be a great question, but she rolled a seven on her intelligence, so she's not going to realize that that would be a useful question. <laughs> No, her intelligence is plus five. From what?
0: She was working with a volatile chemical and accidentally inhaled something. don't remember exactly what the chemical was, but you do remember that.
1: She inhaled something. Accidentally? Yes. Something we were working with. Interesting. Worked
2: together. You can see through the transparent screen of her, like holographic computer thing that she does that she's opened up a new file that says Anima's, anima's history or something like that, like Anima's backstory.
1: <laughs> anima's mysterious past.
2: I think it would be really funny if it was at, like as meta as Anima's backstory and, <laughs> and she's taking all of these notes down, but like not looking down as she's writing it so there's some spelling mistakes because she's typing with one hand and like looking at you very intently as she's asking the questions.
3: So would I be awake for this? I don't
2: you sleep less than I do, and I'm awake.
3: Yeah, and I wouldn't be the first to go to sleep. Roll perception. Ooh, yay. I can do that. <laughs> there are two things I'm very good at. Ooh, 18.
2: All right, yeah, you hear my voice. I'm not being quiet.
0: Probably hear Anima, too. Okay. I don't think Anima's, like, right next to Farida whispering in her ear.
3: A, an Aldori named Dottie, you, what, you saved her life from a uh, gas? Uh,
1: maybe? It was something she inhaled, I, I guess it was a gas?
2: It's person from the doctor that you're talking about before. Oh yes, because it's a Promethean and an Aldori. Okay, so that's two different people. Hmm. So finding one huh? might help us find the other. Maybe knows? Yes.
3: And you said she she was a friend of yours and you two worked together?
1: Yeah. I don't know what we were working on, but we worked together. Interesting. I was still young.
2: Vehicle related. Because that's how you learn to drive. I have no idea if you said that out loud.
0: No, she did say. I did, oh, okay. I did.
2: I repeated that. Okay, day. cool.
0: Awesome. Working together in the same facility is not quite the same as working together on the same project. You're not entirely sure if you were working on the same thing she was working on, but you do remember that you worked together. You spent a fair amount of time together. You get a feeling of like there were other friends you were closer to, but you know you have fond memories of her and you were just so glad that she was okay.
3: Enema, do you happen to remember when Dottie taught you to drive? Do you know, was it in a city? Was it in a sort of rural area?
2: The upper Rise and the Vacant stare makes me think that that one hasn't clay clicked yet.
1: I was waiting for BJ to say something. <laughs> it didn't say anything, so I have no idea. I'm just idea. shaking
0: my head now. <laughs> okay, all right. That's fine. doggy's existed for about 15 minutes, so... Dottie <laughs> has existed for 15 minutes. <laughs> There have been a lot of characters who just, like, suddenly exist, and I'm like, okay, this is
3: fun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah, the gestation period for a new character is just about as long as it takes for me to realize I need a new character. So, yeah, it makes perfect <laughs> sense. Well, that's a lot of uh, self-discovery in a day. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about it?
0: I so, of Self-discovery the past two days? Because <laughs> yesterday she found out how she's made
1: on
2: today, because yesterday was more traumatic.
1: <laughs> yesterday sucked. Fair. Speaking of yesterday, I guess since I've got you here and I have a captive audience,
2: is it weird? Okay, so I do have, like, I have this thing in the back of my head that the Prometheans are, like, they're, like, Polynesian, where they have this deep, like, history of, like, mythology that exists and can be like called upon whenever they're trying to like talk about solving things like feelings and stuff like that and i almost feel like ferida would have a polynesian mythology thing to bring up now about like weird is okay let me tell you about this weird guy and how it was okay but i don't know if that's the thing that's the thing with the Prometheus. i feel like they're more of a tribal thing so they would have that kind of mythology that exists
0: I'm just saying, because I'm homebrewing this world, and I like that idea, and you like that idea,
1: and with it. I like that idea. Anima's not a Promethean anymore, but she was at one point.
2: <laughs> My improv skills are not top-notch, so I'll try to break it down into three sentences. She'll call Heads over, because Heads the one, is the one that's out and about. Tails is asleep. <laughs> <laughs> She'll scratch his head and then be like, "Could you bring up the?" She'll like tap it like she's going through images. You can see like a little flicker in front of her eyes as she's like, "That one," and then like the little statue that she actually bought at the uh, at the other thing. This is a depiction, and you see it's it's a like a blocky shaped thing where you can see a grin, and then you see like it's frowning, but like. It's also crying at the same time, and, like, there's a whole lot of, like, all of the theater faces have been, like, crammed into one, like, really angular, tribally statue kind of a thing. It's a little crude, because it is the one that the little girl was carving.
0: It's pretty impressive for a little girl.
2: Yeah, it's astounding. This girl has spent a lot of time there. This is known in our mythology as um, the the Outsider. And um, his story is about needing to go on a voyage and nobody understanding why. Going on said voyage, meeting new people and being okay with them, and always being the outsider. And then returning, still being the outsider. But eventually coming to an understanding that that's that's kind of okay. Being, Being the weird one, being the outside one, being the strange one isn't wrong, it's just the way it sometimes is and it's like this mythology basis of like you can tell that they're trying to make this a, less, a life lesson kind of story i don't know if she would she might paraphrase it very heavily i feel like this is the kind of story that's like like moana as a story actually <laughs> like this person leaves to go figure themselves out
1: the entire time you were talking my brain was singing the theme from moana
2: so there you go. It's proof. It's that's... it's fake. When the creative lines cross, that's fake.
1: <laughs> My brain was going. The place where the sky meets the sea, it calls me <laughs> the there you whole go. time.
0: <laughs> and we finally had our first physical moment. Yay!
2: <laughs> yeah, she'll probably tell that story and be like, "I, I like him because I kind of find myself in that situation pretty often." I don't know if it's necessarily... Yeah.
0: I was about to say, Vi, you probably realize this. I don't know if Anima would, but... Herod is probably the only per- Esper you ever met in the Federation. They do not, like, it's not something that naturally occurs there.
2: This statue was definitely not just randomly bought on a whim, even though it might have looked like that at the moment. It's definitely her being like, oh my god. I'm pretty sure this is the guy, because that's how I've heard he's supposed to look. I have never seen a statue of the Outsider, but I have heard the story often, and I can recognize the details.
0: So it was the perfect one, and it was by a kid that so you wanted to help. Yeah. That kid is probably yeah. still giddy over that. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, you would imagine that the kid also relates to the outsider a little bit.
0: Let's be real,
2: we all do. At least all of us here. In a traveling group, selling art everywhere, yeah. With the carnival, they're a carny, they are the outsider. That's like the definition of them.
1: Eileen just sort of stayed silent. Did she have an answer? P- putting it into
2: words is difficult.
0: You want to roll insight to see what she means by, is it weird?
3: Yeah. Because I don't know if Anima's stuff how I exist. Oh, I crit! Plus, I got a 24.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anima, you are talking about, is it weird that I have organs, since I have dead people inside of me, right? <laughs>
1: The exact thing she is thinking but would not ever voice is, do you find it disturbing or disgusting that I was made from a dead person?
2: definitely communicated, I don't give a fuck. But that's just her. That's kind of her existence.
3: Okay, the answer to that then would be no. She would be more concerned, not, not on your end. More, she would be a little worried if... As may be the case in the Federation... Oh, I should probably explain. Sorry. Do I find it disgusting or anything? No. My only concern with... And this has nothing to do with you or the Ashenforged in general. This I, I am more concerned that... At least in some cases, maybe such as the Federation willing participants. Yeah. I'm a little worried that they may not be willing participants. But it seems like, at least out here in the Alliance, it they are willing. And the Ashen Forge try to celebrate both where their donor came from as well as the culture they are in now. So do I find you disgusting or no, no no I just worry about yes yeah, swelling participants but that is not a problem here that's
1: yeah yeah I I can't speak for the ashen guard because even the people in it people us whatever they considered us weren't let in on that particular aspect of our existence. Yeah, and I wouldn't even hold that but, against the ash I'm not ashen I'm an Ashen-forged. I was made out here, where they are willing. From what Pali and, and Shara. Yeah, I was about to go look at my notes. <laughs> what was her name? Yeah, Shara. Kishara have said that they're willing and we are supposed to celebrate
0: it. It's not as much supposed to.
1: This is how she's processing it. We're supposed to celebrate it as a sort of repurposing making some Something new which is seems a rather callous way to talk about someone who's died, but I can see the sentiment in it, I guess.
2: Does maybe a second chance sound like a different wording that might be applied? Yeah. I mean, I guess we need to learn more. That's really kind of what it boils down to, doesn't it?
1: Yes so. Thank you. And I'm gonna go over and I'm gonna give them both a big hug. Just a big group hug.
2: Back and it's a tail and it's like, but of course, their wingspan is like that wide.
0: <laughs> I kind of imagine they just kind of like glom onto her cheeks.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. I'm tired.
0: <laughs> Y'all all go to sleep. Sleep pretty well. I'll wake up. There's a quick breakfast. Spectre wants to get back and see if there's any interesting jobs out there. But before you leave, I'm going to kind of hand wave through some of the RP, but we can come back to it later. But the Volna, I'll have gifts for each of you. I gotta, gotta head to folder pulled. Right, folder pulled. Hang on. Okay.
2: Want to take like two seconds? I can give you a list. I have marked a list in my books of items that I just like in general.
0: I have items I specifically like designed for. Well, some of them are based off of things that already exist, but no, I like I, I have things that I specifically created for you guys. So, first, they give someone walks up to you, fair enough. And they are holding a cloak. And when you look at the cloak, you can tell it's very delicate woven together. You feel like if you sit and stare at it for too long, you can never really figure out how it works. They explain it is the cloak of the Clever One. It's on the mythology. There is one who, like, the Clever One is kind of a deity that has had to hide or be not quite as they appear. So they help you put it on and explain how it works. It's it's something that only they know how to make, and it's, it's not something that they give out very often. Like it's they're never going to explain to anyone how it works. But hang on,
2: I made this I want to take them directly.
0: Okay, so yeah, the the person that's handing it to you is making it, and I will eventually share this. I will like eventually come up with a better way to deliver this, but here's the information on it. Ashley, would you like to read it?
2: (laughs) Woven from a mysterious material, this cloak is specifically designed by the Valna to honor one of their deities known as the Clever One. The method for making these is closely held secret, though they are known to give them as gifts to those who they consider worthy allies. While you wear this cloak, it projects an illusion that makes you appear to be standing in a place near your actual location, causing any creatures to have disadvantage on attack rolls against you. Yes, please. If you take damage, the property ceases to function until the start of your next turn. This property is suppressed while you are incapacitated, restrained, or otherwise unable to move. Once per day, it can can be flourished in a way that temporarily blinds up to 1d4 enemies for one round. DC of 18 to see if it can be used a second time. That is as flashy as her.
0: Basically, if you flourish it just right and they'll show you how to do it, it creates a
3: really bright flash.
2: Yeah. I do imagine it's, like, lifting the wing thing, but it's, like, all the way over, and then the inside just, like, <laughs> yeah. and, like, does, like, a flashbang.
0: I-, I love that, so yes. <laughs> you may recognize some of it, but I decided to add a little flair.
2: This would work so cool with some of the dances that I have been thinking of for for, for my music. I've, I've always yeah. wanted backup dancers, but now I can back myself up. <laughs> and then she, like, starts dancing, and there's another one next to her.
0: <laughs> and the next one they walk up with a pair of gloves
3: to you Violina if you would like to read yours gloves of the firekeeper a set of specially crafted black gloves that cover the wearer's wrist There. <laughs> sorry a set of specially crafted black gloves that cover the wearer's wrist come with removable flint strikes can be replaced with wrist blades thank you <laughs> using the flint takes one bonus action and can either be used to ignite an object or the gloves igniting a weapon allows it to do an extra 1d4 damage to a single weapon attack dc 12 to activate 18 if the flint is wet igniting the gloves causes a flickering flame to appear in your hand the flame remains there for the 10 10 minutes you for 10 minutes and have, and harms neither you nor your equipment the flame sheds bright light in a 10 foot radius and dim light for an additional 10 feet the spell ends if you dismiss it as an action or if you cast it again you can turn it off it's i, I borrowed a spell you can also attack with the flame although doing so ends the spell when you cast the spell as an action or as an action on a later turn you can hurl the flame at a creature within 30 feet of you Make a ranged spell attack. On a hit, the target takes 1d8 fire damage. <gasps> the spell's damage increases by 1d8 when you reach 5th level, 11th level, and 17th level.
0: It's spell with effect. as apparently not all the edits I made while I using Google Drive on my phone transferred very well. <laughs> they also show you how to use it and like, help you get it situated so you can use it with the wrist blades. You practice for a little bit. And the last one is Animos, if you would like to read that.
1: Soul of the Healer. These amulets are believed to hold the energy of the Volna Crucible that was gathered on their home planet. Several are gifted to any tribe that deign to travel to another planet to make a home in order to ensure their survival should anything befall those on the homeworld. Gifts Gift only... A gift only something. There's no end to that sentence.
0: It's another one of those. Not a whole lot of people get it, but they do have more than one. You're not taking their only one.
1: Okay. An amulet that grants the wearer the ability to restore health up to five times the user's level. Balance the souls. Once per day, you can touch an unsuspecting enemy and transfer some of their hit points to a bonded ally. The enemy succeeds on a constitution saving throw. DC is 10 plus attack bonus. Only lose half the HP. If the wearer rolls a nat 20, the double the HP is transferred. Unsaved DC lowers on a second attempt since the target is aware. If no bonded allies need healing, the hit points are stored for up to one hour.
0: So basically you can do that and you have lay on hands yes I was working on these right when you texted me asking if Anima had that and I was like no but I guess I know what she's (laughs) kidding
1: no but here's (laughs) here's a way for her to have it
0: I might go through and tweak it but for the base level that's I kind of added that in there so if you're ever like out of like points for the day and someone's injured you can just be like tag here you go
2: yeah, vampire gloves. I dig it. Vampire gloves.
0: Dig that. But also, you can't just sit there like touch, 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 yeah. and just drain <laughs> their life away that way. It gets harder each time you do that.
1: The DC
2: so goes up.
1: Let's not make this too, but useful.
2: Yeah, you probably have a number of uses a day.
1: The DC changes after every time you use it.
0: And also, I have a feeling Anima's not going to do this to everything she
1: fights. No, probably not at all. It'll only be useful when someone's injured.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's probably more of a, I'm out of health, can I borrow somebody's? And then somebody that's hopefully not ferret I can donate. Uh,
1: Can this also be restored to me, or is this only for allies? Is
0: it for yourself or an ally? And I'm gonna say, like, say... Farina's unconscious on the ground, and someone else nearby is good on health, like, they can willingly give up to X amount. So it's not like a forced thing, they can just be like, or take it from me. For enemies, they're going to try and resist, because that doesn't feel great.
2: 10 plus wisdom, you could accidentally remove half of Farina's health all in one go. Well,
1: my wisdom is nothing. My wisdom is zero.
0: That's why this is not meant to be used on allies. Okay.
2: Sometimes an ally needs to give a blood transfusion. You never know.
0: Yeah, but allies get to choose how much. Ah, uh, okay. Kind of like in the Suffering games, except for it's less cruel.
2: It's like real life.
0: All right, and so with that, you guys have successfully saved a tribe after the weird series of events. And they see you off back to the ship. I think that's where we're
1: going to end it up for today. Hello. Oh, we woke up. You did my braid. Oh,
0: you're you're braiding your hair. I'll be wisdom.
2: Sorry, heads is distracted, and his follow is still a, uh, sleeping in. Tails is crawling around now. Eighteen.
0: As you're braiding your hair, you... Your arm is still, like, you weren't, like, seriously injured, but, like, from the fall, your arm is still kind of sore, so, like, as you're braiding you you get this memory of another set of hands helping braid your hair because you remember your arm had been injured, or you don't remember how. You remember a friend helping to braid your hair back and commenting on how lovely your hair is, and you remember feeling proud of it and and at ease with this friend, but you aren't really able to remember the face. But this friend, this voice, you would
1: recognize it as being male. Male. Yeah. Take a deep deep breath. Keep braiding. As soon as we get to the ship, and as soon as I'm alone in my own quarters by myself, start crying. Aboard the Opal Star is
0: an Esper Genesis 5e actual play podcast DM'd and produced by Brianna Toyber as part of Pseudonym Social a Creative Podcast Network. I'm Casey
3: and I'm playing Anima the Ashenforged. Forged.
2: Victor and I'm playing Farida the Prometheus.
3: My name is Alexis and I am playing Violina Sorel the Eldori. Music is by Patrick Chester of Chester
0: Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what we're doing and would like to support us, please consider leaving a review or donating to our Patreon at patreon.com pseudonymsocial. Thank you for joining us and stay tuned next time to find out what happens on board the Opal Star. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Aboard the Obel Star is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is DM'd and produced by me, Brianna
1: Teuber. I'm Casey, and I'm playing Anima the Ashenforged
2: and I'm playing Farida the
1: Prometheus. My name is Alexis
3: and I am playing Violina Sorel the Eldori. With
0: music by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com.